episode of Unnecessary Noise, episode 75. And I'm going to try not to take massive breaths into the mic this time. I, it's something I noticed, like, again, at 75 episodes in, you'd think I'd be down. I would have this thing smoothed out. Everything would sound, like, crisp. I would sound like Brian freaking Williams right now. Or, or someone that has some sort of professional uh, pedigree that does this, you know? Like, someone, someone, like, you would think the, the vocal skills would get better and the talks would get more engaging on episode 75. The talks, it's still the same things. I'm still having the same problems I, I always do. And it's a constant battle. Maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the moral of this podcast. Your problems never go away. Like, one of the things I notice about me when I talk, especially when I'm talking to this podcast, I'm sure everybody's going to now pick this up too, but I always sound out of breath. And it's, it's something that my profs corrected me on years ago. Maybe it's just because my cardio stinks right now. Maybe I should start doing more cardio. But I find myself taking more and more breaths. Like, you can hear me go... <gasps> and I'm, I'm starting to worry about myself. You know, do, I need to, do I need to just start doing more hikes? Is this, do I need to go back to a little more nature, nature or something like that? But I, I hear it when I listen to the podcast. 75 episodes in, I wouldn't think this would be a problem, but it's a problem. This is a silver anniversary. Is this silver? Is 75 silver? Is that 50? Is 50 silver? 75 gold? 100 years? Oh, what is it? 100 episodes platinum? Wow. I've got the snivels today. I'm so backed up with allergies. It's not COVID. You can't say it's COVID. Uh, I, don't, I don't have the COVID yet. I can still taste my food because I can still taste the snot that's coming into my mouth from the allergies, like the watery grossness. So, anyways, yeah, that's this episode 75. Off to a bang. Real banger. Because, uh, you know, we're talking about great things like mucus and snot and <laughs> whatever my my heavy breathing into the microphone which i'm working on i'm working on i'm not gonna go and try and go <gasps> it sounds like it sounds like i am asthmatic which i i partially am like i i when i get sick i forget it's like called an illness induced asthma and my lungs fill up with i guess fluid as well it's just an ongoing battle when I get sick, I get I also get asthmatic too, so I gotta make sure I'm getting the proper air to the proper channels, for what it's worth. Anyways, um, I was listening like again, like I said, I was listening to episode 74 because I wanted to make sure this one was somewhat uh, engaging. I wanted to make sure I was on the right track, and I, I don't know if I had the energy. In the last episode I'm listening to this thing and, and again I'm trying to find this happy balance between going completely freestyling and completely freeballing freeballing is it freeballing free basing free jumping free base jumping free you know what 
complete improv, <laughs> which obviously, like, if that joke, that last little bit indicates, uh, is not the best option, or whether to, you know, go fully scripted. And I, I don't think scripting it, overly scripting these, these rants is a great idea either, because it doesn't help anything. You know, it, it comes across, I think it comes across fake. I, I think I can write, and I am a, I'm a good writer. I will tell you that right now. I'm a good writer. I, you don't even know. I had one, I had one girl the other day tell me that she, people, a lot of people like me. I, I have, a, I have a lot of friends. She was trying to convince me this. I don't care. Good, good for you. That's, that's exactly, I feel like now I'm doing the same thing only with writing. You don't even know. A lot of people, a lot of people think I'm a good writer. I was an English major. I don't even care. I don't even care. I was an English major. <laughs> oh my god, that's that's how I. That's the attitude I'm giving you right now. A lot of people think I'm a good writer, but if I go, <laughs> but if I go too much on the writing, if I spend too much time writing this thing out, then I'll rehearse it, I'll over-rehearse to the point where if I want to let something breathe and I need to let something, I, I find I, I focus too much on the script, you know, and then it's then it's a bunch of re-editing and re rewriting and then you still don't sound good, or I still don't sound good because I still sound like I'm reading something, I'm still sounding like there's an edit, like there's something in there, you know? Anyway, that's me. I might just be getting too inside my head. And again, this is episode 75. Why am I talking about narcissistic... Well, I, you know what? I should. This is 75 episodes of material. And you'd think I wouldn't be sniveling and breathing in heavy, sounding like I'm just come out of recess, and I was it the entire time. <gasps> I can't catch these kids. They're too fast, boss. Why are my bubbles all of a sudden... Ricky, Corey, Trevor, you're just too fast on the on the playground, boys. I, I don't know why that was the default out of breath voice. Go to get my shopping cart, put a motor on it, then I'm then you'll see how fast you are compared to my shopping cart with a motor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't where is this going? See, it's tangents like that that I want to try and rein in. But you know, I, I I know last last thing we talked about last podcast we talked about the potential of another podcast, this potential of this other podcast, which is starting like exponentially going down. The chances of us actually doing another episode are exponentially dwindling as we speak, because again, I'm the one that puts in all the work for these this this these podcasts. And it's not sour grapes. This is just facts. All right? Because I like obviously I like doing this. I'm not saying I'm good, but I enjoy ranting. It takes a special type of crazy to rant into a microphone alone and expect that people are just going to appreciate and accept the listening of it, right? And I said that I believe I mentioned this last cast. Some people want to, want to think that they are engaging, want to think that what they do is put on a show, and think that what they will do is very listenable on the radio. They, they do. They think, oh, you know what? 
I, I people say I'm funny, so you should put this on the radio. They don't realize again. We don't realize it requires work, and you know what? Some people do. Some people put that pot, that stuff in. This isn't a call out, but this is. You know what? We've been down this road before. It's what it is. To quote Joe Pesci from The Irishman, it's what it is. So we still have unnecessary noise, still have the ramble, and uh, you know what? This one's going to go strong. Other podcasts I do may come and go, but you'll still have this insane dialogue in case you want to clone me in the future and need something to like base my consciousness off of. And even then, again, scary thought. This is going to be the consciousness. <laughs> I don't talk this much about AI or like parallel parallel dimension shifting, or even mention the CIA this much out of this out of this podcast, like outside of this podcast universe. The amount of time I, I spend on actual conspiracy theories uh, is so minuscule. I, I don't know why it just gravitates on this one. Is it because I'm kind of paranoid? Like, is it because I, I don't do enough show prep? I tried to do, I really tried to do, like, topical show prep for episode 75. I almost did a comparison of what was like, what life was like in 2018 compared to what life is like now. It's still terrifying. But now it's just terrifying because, like, there's, uh, it's forest fires and like COVID, you have basically you have forest fires and diseases, and now you got all these new variants and stuff, and it's just it's such a grind. And I and I got I don't want to say like there is more journalism out there too, and this is not again this is not a conspiracy podcast, even though sometimes my tendencies are at least the one I started in my other parallel dimension. <laughs> is not a conspiracy theory podcast. Maybe I might have slipped into a different dimension. Maybe this one is solely conspiracy theory. But this is not. I, I do think, though, that there is an element of, of journalism uh, that writes their, their stories. Certain, I'm pretty sure certain journalists write their stories the way I write uh, a college essay. In that... I have a general idea on the subject and I write kind of my base story and I look for the quotes to support my story and I look for the streeters that support my story and I think that is what has happened to a lot of journalism today. It is the exact same way that I would write the essay and the internet has a lot to do with this because you know I, and I would just I'd be like oh yeah you know I got kind of a good Coles notes idea when I would when I would go into this class, I'd have kind of a Coles Notes idea on what I wanted to write about, just a general idea. I might, I might kind of peruse the textbook, you know, maybe come up with my own quirky pop culture references to throw in, and then I would look for, and the, the last thing I would do is look for uh, uh, quotes that I could pull that would just support my ideas. Again, I'm an arts. It's a bachelor of arts. I'm allowed to do this with creative writing. I'm a creative writing guy. That's that's that was my major, and so creatively, I inserted quotes. Now the problem is, it's great if I'm doing that 
for a BS course, not saying all education is BS, but it's fine if I, if that is harmless when I'm doing that for a course with no credit, with college credit. It's not necessarily right. It's not a proper way to do it. It, but it's not hurting anyone. The problem is you have some, there are some journalists out there, and not all, not all, uh, but there are, there are certain elements of the journalism community that do the exact same thing. And we, you know, the, the easy poll is like a, a Fox News, right? Like the extreme, you know, the extreme punditry, less journalism. Like we have a viewpoint. Now let's get quotes to corroborate this. This is my essay. But you know what happens? Even in, I, I've even noticed this in like local radio news too we have these you'll have these stories and i mean i had one done a f- um about a year ago now and it was regarding okay so my sister uh, passed away in 2019 and in 2020 they had, uh we found out uh that someone had made an account uh, of of her a fake account and was stealing her identity, which is is serious, um, but you know it's uh, and she was at. They were asking all of her friends uh, to to be her fr- this person's friend, and it was a very big uh, is big deal. You know, people were messaging me; they were very upset. Obviously, if you were a friend of my sister's, um, you would be very disturbed by this. You know, it, it's. It's alarming, right? And so this escalates, and friends of friends hear about this. One of them works at a radio station, asks if I want to get interviewed for this story. And so I, I, I agree to it, because. Um, but before I do, I also make a post on Facebook, uh, and I think this might have also gotten a bit of attention, um, just saying, hey, this... This guy, whoever or, or girl or whoever, um, they're 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 pretty big losers for doing this. Like you got to be some type of a jerk uh, to steal uh, someone's information that is that is passed on and exploit uh, grieving family and friends uh, and in hopes to get likes and follows. That's not cool. You're a jerk uh, for doing that. But here's the other thing. Let's not focus on that that negative aspect of this clown. If you see it, if this person starts to add you as a friend, report them. That was my message. Report them. Don't acknowledge it. Don't pass it on. Don't work people up. Uh, but you know what I would like you to do is promote uh, She Defines Strength. That was my sister's legacy. It was a... It was a, it's a, it is a non-for-profit. That's what I want. That's, um, that, that's, yeah. Essentially, that's what I want to be remembered. I want, I want to come out of this. So let's turn this into a positive. Let's focus on what made, made her special. Again, report to Facebook, and we get enough of those reports. Uh, you know what? It'll come down. So, I get interviewed, and the interview was 
odd in that um, I was pretty, like, again, I was pretty much on the way to turning this into a positive. I was in spin mode. And, I'm again, I understand that this is the internet. I think some, maybe some of my family was a little worried. No one had reached out to any of this, this station had not reached out to uh, any of my family members. They'd reached out to me uh, because I had had contacts in journalism. And I get it. You're trying to, you're trying to make headlines. Um, but they kept asking me if I was going to pursue this with the RCMP. And I said, uh, not not at this point, because we're just trying to get Facebook and Instagram to to take it down. Um, are you well? What if we contact the RCMP for you? Will you will you take it down? That we'll fill a report. Man, you know what? If, if you want to do the work and do that, you know, by all means, uh, you can you can go do uh, you can go do that. That, that was my intention, at least. I mean, I'm not... Uh, the station was asking if they could contact the RCMP on our behalf, which seemed like a weird thing, but I'm like, sure. It's less work for me. Uh, that's not the point of what I was trying to say at all. And again, I kept trying to redirect back to, let's keep our sister's legacy alive. It actually could have been turned into a really positive story. You know? I could have easily written, hey, uh, you know, a family decides to put a positive spin on a tough situation, on a very difficult situation involving identity fraud. More after this. Instead, we get a brother is haunted by the ghost of, her, of his sister um, online. And it was a total, it was a total negative um, uh, portrayal. And I, I, I felt it was just the wrong tone for what we were trying to do, how we were trying, how I was trying to convey, um, at least I, I, and I mean, I guess nobody ever likes how they come across in a story, but at the same time, you know, and I get, you're trying to sell headlines, you're trying to make an impact. I just, I just wish it could have been, you know, you could have at least mentioned, they could have at least mentioned the charity, and, you know, you could have had, again, different spin on it. It's not my, I guess that's when it becomes not my story to tell. My point being with all of this, with this long rambling story is sometimes when there is a quote that does not line up with the narrative that they are trying to portray because it does not sell as much. You know, I was very calm with this. It has to be shoehorned in. You know, the story, the story did not change. And that's, I think that's my most, dis, the most disappointing part. You can almost tell that this was like a plug and play thing where, oh yeah, I'm going to write this up. This guy's haunted. This is going to say he's scared. You know, tragedy, tragedy, tragedy. It's not tragic. The tragic, the tragedy happened a year ago. This was shocking, but we could have turned it into something better. You know, we were trying to turn it in instead you victimized me and that's where i was like i was a little i was a little i was a little put off to be honest um all good uh you know what it's one of those things i think i might be the only one that thought about it like that but again my point stands um they had a pre-programmed 
thing that they were going to uh, article they'd already an almost already written, and it was just plug in. Felt very formulaic, you know, and it, it was not. Um, I don't think it was journalism so much as uh, Mad Lib, radio Mad Libs. That's what it felt like. So sometimes that's where that's what stories do. And I, I yeah, like I said, I know sometimes uh, that's that's just the way the cookie crumbles, and you don't necessarily like the way you're going to be portrayed, and just got to grin and bear it. On another note, like I, uh, moving on. Wow, I did. I I went on a bummer spiral there, um, but it was truth, right? We're keeping it real. Seventy five episodes in, still keeping it real. Uh, I I just came back from a, a stag this weekend. There's no segueing out of out of a horrible identity theft story where they the journalism uh, with <laughs> there's no segueing out of that. How do I segue out of identity theft? I I don't. So I'm just gonna go hard. Like I want to be like now from a word from our sponsors. I don't there's no there's no, I, I I don't have spot let's be honest who has who has sponsors for this show who's sponsoring this show it's aimless rambling uh no <laughs> I I went uh, I went whitewater rafting for the first time it was pretty good I'm sore I didn't realize your butt cheek is literally on one side. Like you're you're sitting twisting the entire time. Here's the thing, if I'm if I could make a suggestion, if we could make an improvement on the boat, um give me a chair to sit in. I don't I don't want to sit on the edge. Um I want my I realized I'm a big guy and my I need like three points of contact in order to feel secure. I, and I'm not saying that about my entire body. I'm saying that about my butt. Like, I would like each cheek to have a point of contact. And then like the back, there could be like something bracing my back. Like, I was I was in a very awkward position the entire time. It just was weird. It was good, though. I had fun. I almost, you know... I I toppled around like a rag doll, but I still had fun. You know, it's good times. <laughs> but I'm just saying that that would be the only thing. That's my suggestion to the whitewater rafting community. If we could make one suggestion, and you know what, our guide Bruno sitting there chilling in the back. You know, he's got three points of contact. He can just rudder. But all of us on the side, I just wanted to sit. I didn't, at one point, you know, I realized I'm like, maybe I just want to sit and not do anything. Because I would have liked a bench, like a bench in the middle where we all could have, everybody takes, like I said, everybody has three points of contact on their butt. We switched halfway through. It was good, though. Like, the, the ride was good. It was a good time. Good bachelor party. And actually, the night before, very cool. They had instruments, and I got to play a little bit of a set. I got to play live. And you know what? I didn't stink. I wasn't great, 
We're not talking like, you know, Clapton or, or like a Zeppelin reunion. Although, you know what? It might have been cause that Zeppelin reunion. Not as much as I love them. Ugh, a little rough. They hadn't played in a quarter century and it kind of showed. But no, we played all, I bust out all the hits. We had Tom Pre Petty, Tom Pretty, Tom Pretty, Thomas, Tommy Pretty, and the Heartcrackers. It's the knockoff brand, the no name brand, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Now, we played Free Fallen, played Little American Girl. I have like five or six hits that I, I have down. Like, from each band. I, I, what is it? I, I can think... I, I have a decent set list. We're working on making it bigger, obviously. But there's a certain amount that I can do from memory. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Uh, it was fun. Bottom line, it was fun. That's, that's what it was. And if the show's a little unprepared today, it's because I was having fun. Now I just want to keep playing guitar. I, I realized again, looking back on all these like seventy-five episodes, I've covered a lot. Most I, I look at the early stuff again. Early stuff was like T-Cast. I was talking about some waitress that left me a note, which was kind of awesome. <laughs> what what am I doing? Uh, there was the the waitress that left me a note. There was. Um, Oh, there's a lot of railing on just, like, Instagram culture. It's funny how I've kind of just I've blown past it. I think, I, I think you know, this, this podcast definitely exited that orbit. Maybe that's just me getting older because I see it and I just don't care anymore. I've just grown numb to it. You know, the stupid quotes, the, the self-improvement on the bodybuilding, you know, the, the typical selfie with kids letting people know that well, this is what we're doing to get today. Again, lack of it's a lack of entertainment. So maybe it is entertainment. You know, is this? <laughs> and I still, I'm gonna go back. I'm just gonna touch on this real quick because again, 75 episodes, 75 canonical episodes. Is this? Is this some sort of entertainment? Like, I I know back in the day, people used to go over and watch other people's slideshows and like look at other people's photo albums. Is this the equivalent? Like now we don't, we can just kind of see, but they're not really, no, because the pictures themselves aren't, they're just, oh, okay. That's, that's exciting. Cool. Yeah, there's nothing entertaining. It, it do, is, do people find it entertaining? I mean, don't get me wrong, like celebration, major moments, you know, it's like everybody's got their own mini blog now, mini public blog. I guess that's what a journal was. Do people still journal? Is journaling still a thing? I guess this would be probably the closest thing I have to a journal, even though it's definitely show orientated. Like I'm not writing this or I'm not thinking this uh, to do to necessarily um as like a true, honest reflection. Although there is a lot of honesty in there. There's a little performance art. It's probably like, uh, maybe a uh, 70. Well, it depends on the episode. Some episodes I'm straight kayfabing. 
Now there's some shooting. That's it. That's a wrestling term. Kayfabe means in character. But yeah, they, I remember. I remember really being annoyed by Instagram quotes. Still am. I still am like over, over like inspirational co- quotes. But I feel like a majority of the people that are on Instagram have gotten over that hump of trying to be inspirational. I think they've started to realize, oh, you know, th- this doesn't really help anyone. I'm, I'm writing this for me. This is, this is, this is just annoying. This is more just people eye roll. There's a lot of eye rolling going on when I do this. This is this is what I think I, I'm noticing more and more. <laughs> you know, no one. It's a good thing no one listens to the podcast. So there's a whole bunch of cynicism happening too. I'm not that cynical. I swear I'm not that. I swear, I'm not that cynical. I'm a little cynical. I'm not that cynical. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. I think that's uh, I think that's pretty much. Have we covered the gamut. I had a story I was gonna tell. Um, but I think I'm going to save it for another day. It's a non, it's timeless. It's just kind of, yeah. It was a news story. I was going to try doing a headline bit, but I, I think I've done my little bit for today. Uh, moral of the story, um, you know, 75 episodes. We still got a long way to go. I think that that would be my moral of the story. It takes 10,000 hours. So call me when I get to episode 10,000. Because then, if I'm not better by then, you know, we'll know that. Uh, but maybe I'll, maybe I'll just be really good at rambling about things that I talk about. Like rambling about things that I talk about. Kind of doubles. Rambling about, thi- rambling about stuff. Maybe I'll just be really good at rambling about nothing. I'm not actually getting better. Hopefully I'll have stopped breathing into the mic <gasps> like I'm an asthmatic, which, like I said, partially am. Anyway, that's it for me, guys. This has been fun. 75 episodes. Let's make it to 100. Let's just make it to 100 first. Thanks. See you tomorrow. Or whenever you listen to the next podcast. Peace. Peace.